Oh, I can't believe it's time for the fourth 80s cruise. Spearsy, this trip is going to be epic. Kenny Loggins, D. Snyder, Berlin, OMD. Yeah, yeah. And The Fix, Starship, Club Nouveau. And Sheila E. And The English Beat. J- Jen? Jen with one N, how did you get past security? Surprise! I'm actually coming on the 2019 cruise! Oh my gosh, that's amazing! Yes, I'll be on the cruise this time from March 2nd to 9th on the Celebrity Infinity hosting trivia with the boys. I guess that means I have to rewrite the trivia questions to make them less self-deprecating. No, you guys are still nerds. Just own it. Just own it? Can you say Tron? I'm embracing it! Come join Spearsy, me, and now Jen with one N on the 2019 Voyage of the 80s Cruise. It's seven days of amazing concerts, trivia events, karaoke, midnight movie screenings, pool parties, and meet and greets with 80s celebrities. And pajama sleepovers. Wait, what? Um, I meant uh, special events hosted by Tiffany and Claudia Wells from Back to the Future. We set sail in March 2019 with destinations such as Key West, Cozumel, Costa Maya, and Belize. I can barely believe it. Uh. <laughs> oh, jeez. Seven days at sea with this guy. Anyway, just go to www.the80scruise.com to book. But remember to tell them you heard about it on Stuck in the 80s. That way we can invite you to any VIP events we're hosting. Hey, I'm the VIP. I'm sure you must be right. Now on with the show. Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the music. Everybody have fun tonight. Everybody Wang Chung tonight. The movies. Yes! 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 Oh! 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 I'll have what she's having. And the parties. No one in my family ever drinks. That's great! You probably never run out of ice your whole life. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Sure, it's not 1985 right now, but who knows what tomorrow will bring. Welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears. And Brad's still in L.A. And today we finally act like adults and plan a proper 80s celebrity dinner party. We must look for another bottle of the Chateau Latou. Ah, uh, yes, but no more 1966. Let's splurge. Bring us some fresh wine. The freshest you've got this year. No more of this old stuff. Don't forget, Stuck in the 80s is a member of the CLNS Podcast Network. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and the CLNS Media mobile app. And don't forget to listen to our podcast and many other great shows at the CLNS Media website. You can find it at clnsmedia.com. Joining us today, Steve, is someone who always knows which fork to use. It's Jen with one N. Yay! I'm st- I'm sorry. I'm still excited about the whole cruise thing. I know. It's so exciting. So are we. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Fun! We're not kidding. She's going to be there. She's going to be hosting trivia with us. We've thrown out other ideas for the 80s cruise to do with us if, if they want more of our time. I threw out the idea of us hosting a scavenger hunt. Ooh. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. 
try that without cell phones, people. <laughs> Going back. Now everyone go out. And, everyone go out and try to find Steve's dignity. Oh, oh. going to be real challenging. <laughs> Take a picture because no one will believe you actually found it. Oh, God. you have to use a regular camera though because no phones. I did learn something from Brad on the last uh, '80s cruise. The whole, the whole when you make the okay signs with your hands, so that you form a, a B with your left hand and a D with your right hand, so you know what side your bread plate is on and what side your uh, drink is on. Yeah, bread and drink. I use wow. that. I use that every okay. day. Not really. But that'd be great. But but speaking of dinner, speaking of dinner, Jen had a great idea for this week's show, so let, we'll let her explain it. Yeah. So this is a pretty straightforward idea and has passed many an hour in the car or plane. Um, it's the dinner party. And I love this because you can sort of adjust it to, you know, has to be all living people, has to be all women, has to be all whatever, whatever. And of course, this one near and dear to my heart. 80s dinner party. So I, I'm excited to see. We, we didn't share all of our picks with each other, so I'm kind of eager to see if there was any overlap. I have a couple backups, naturally. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, pretty, pretty straightforward. And, and I'm really curious to hear what, uh, what Brad and Steve picked and why is, is the real interesting thing here. And then we'll have a psychological breakdown and we'll, we'll put that on. <laughs> right, we'll do some analysis. Well. We'll hit some listener <laughs> picks. Yeah, we'll go I, through our reserve roster, which we have on a clipboard back in the office. Yeah, he's on my uh, substitute roster, but I, I, I don't have it right now. There's a psychological breakdown at the end of every Stucky Nitties podcast. It's just <laughs> we don't usually record it. Excellent. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's a reader letter, but <laughs> yeah. So, like the rules are, it can be living or dead. They just have to be a '80s celebrity of some sort. Um, and we did get a ton of reader responses on Facebook. So we'll be throwing in your most popular picks, but we're also we've also picked out maybe a dozen or so people who we thought had a great uh, trio of picks, and so we'll be uh, calling out their names as well. So let's get started, Brad. Who are your three uh, eighties dinner party picks? Let me start this way: Have either of you ever actually hosted a dinner party? It's been a while. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, there's a lot of moving parts, right? And and building a guest list to me was not just about like these are three people that I want to eat with. It was I was trying to kind of build a table where we'd have some conversation that it would actually work as a dinner party. Yeah, yeah, so, that was my approach you know, as well. That's over overanalyze. That's my take, and this is overanalyze. <laughs> so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with the obvious pick. My first pick is 80s icon of both television and movies, so recognizable. We still use this middle initial all the time. Yes, it's Michael J. Fox. I'm not wearing anything. I see that. It was warm. Seems cooler now. Okay. Good one. I like that. So, you know, my, my story, my, my story to tell to Michael J. Fox is, hey, you are, you are the star of the only movie I've ever walked out on. <laughs> Ooh. Bright, Lights, Bright Lights, Big City. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. But that's also the uh, that's also the movie where he reconnected with Tracy Pollan, who he had starred with on Family Ties, and he's now married to. So Tracy Pollan will be along because, of course, spouses are coming to this dinner, right? So maybe we can get her to talk about when she was dating Kevin Bacon in the first half of the eighties. I don't uh, remember anything about spouses being involved. I know. Hey, I love this no. like new rule. No, 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 no. It's hey, so, you're, it's you're so you're just, you, you don't really just is. invite <laughs> you don't just invite one person to the dinner party. You no, invite the couple. I'm inviting I'm a, the couple. Yeah. I'm, I have eight people at my table. And the, the extra double, triple bonus, double bonus only actually, is Michael J. Fox and Tracy Pollan have twins. So we have that to talk about. 
Maybe maybe oh, open. I thought they were coming too. Yeah. <laughs> How big is your table? No, no, no. no. Just <laughs> adults. We do adult dinner parties. Maybe, maybe okay. open with the twin story and not the bright lights, big city story. Uh, we'll see how it's going. You, we'll you see how it's going. Step on your tongue sometimes. Must I remind you yeah. of Tom Bailey? Oh uh, well, no, that worked out though. That worked out. That was a that was a risk I took. But anyway, so second choice. Now we've done TV and movie. I covered that with one swell foop. So now we're moving on to eighties music. An eighties music icon with more awards than you can count. Recipient of the Order of the British Empire for her tireless charity campaigns and championing of humanitarian causes, Annie Lennox. Ooh, oh, good one. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Huh. So my story for her is she was the musical guest on Saturday Night Live the night of my first date with Katie. Aww. Huh. Okay, it was a rerun, but still she was on. <laughs> That's yes. bury the lead there. We were totally we were totally making out on the couch to Walking on Broken Glass. So is that kind of weird that that's our song? I don't know. It kind of is. Yes. Yes. The correct answer is yes. <laughs> so she was a music uh, student at the Royal Academy of Music for three years. So I could talk to her about you know being in music school. That would be good. And she hated it. <laughs> she was unhappy. So I, much as I would have been unhappy doing that. So I think we'll have some common ground there. And her husband is an American, Dr. Mitch Besser, who founded the organization Mothers to Mothers, which helps prevent mother-to-child transmission of HIV viruses. So I think he might have some things to say. This whole spouse wow. thing is killing me. I know, right? It's very funny. Okay, well, let's just keep moving. So now we've, we've, hit, we've hit music, we've hit TV and movies. And now, medicine. And, and, well, medicine. That's just a throw-in and twins. <laughs> These are just bonuses you get from picking the right people. The third person, someone who is, his fingerprints are all over the technology that we're using even as we speak. You, we are using it to speak, Bill Gates. Oh, Ooh. nice one. I thought about that one myself. Yeah. So and his lovely wife, Melinda. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The guy is almost single-handedly, or his company, almost single-handedly responsible for the way we use um, computers and how they're in, you know, engaged in our lives today. Now, I know it wasn't just him and there are other people, but I'm not really interested in hanging out with Steve Jobs. He seemed kind of arrogant. Uh, Bill Gates, just from reading his uh, responses to the AMAs on Reddit, he seems like he's kind of maybe chilled a little bit. So I think he could be fun. And, yeah, I think uh, Steve Jobs, too, had some unusual eating habits as well. So. Yeah, exactly. And I, yeah. I don't have a whole lot of respect for someone that self-diagnoses their liver problems, but that's a whole other thing. That's um, a different dinner party. That's a totally here. different dinner party. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't have as much on Melinda Gates. We could maybe talk about her work as a project manager on the Microsoft Bob project. Anybody remember that? No. Described that's... as an OS designed around Clippy. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe sit her next to me yeah. then, I guess. <laughs> You're not invited, dude. No, this is, I thought. I thought the whole idea is that all three of us are going to be hosting this party, and so all these people are coming together. No, That's no, why we no, can't I'm, pick the same are people. You, are you joking? No, it's just Katie and I and these six people. Well, that's at just, my house. That's just really then, rude. Okay, well then, how about okay? Say this. Okay, so let's just say, for the sake of argument, that we're in a mansion. And we each have a, di- a dining room table to ourselves. And then afterwards, after dessert, we all sort of mill about in the ballroom for drinks. Uh, I'm okay with that. And then someone is murdered. <laughs> wow. It's probably, it's probably me. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm leading that direction right now. Yes. So, I, again, I think the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is doing some really amazing stuff in the world right now. And I think, again, yeah. they would be they would be interesting, um, interesting people to talk with and they would they would participate in the conversation. 
Ugh. Definitely. So, so Michael J. Fox, Annie Lennox, Bill Gates, and spouses. Yes. Okay. Now, That's I, a good I, trio. In, in true Gen with one N style, can I give you my <laughs> my backup roster? Got to be kidding me. These are the guys that these are the people that didn't quite make it. Princess okay. Diana. Yeah. Michael Keaton. That's a good one. Okay. Like that pick. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Tarkatoff, someone suggested to me, and I'm like, that's actually a really interesting pick. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah. I like That'd that. And then here's my all nightmare scenario: Sean Young, Sean Penn, and Sean Daly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's brilliant! <laughs> Holy hell! And their spouses. <laughs> that might be the funniest. That, that might be the single funniest thing that that has been said by anyone on this podcast all year. So uh, look, you know what, 80s Nation, maybe I phoned it in a little bit on that last show, but I did my homework on this one. I thought about it. Yeah, I had reasons for these picks. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I'm glad I got to go first because I got to set the bar high. Let's see what you guys got. Jen, do you want to go second or do you want me to go second? I don't, I don't want to steal um, any thunder. Yeah, I'll go second. I'll go second. All right. So my first pick is the Jackson family. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even complain. I can't even complain. <laughs> and their spouses. <laughs> Tito, no, you're over at this end of the table. Right, Jermaine, exactly. get out of the dip. All right. So, Noah, I just, I, I um, believe it or not, just went straight ahead, you know, very straightforward and just named three people. <laughs> so, um, so weird. Their yeah, spouses I know. are going to be crazy. at home crying. It's crazy. So my first pick like came to me immediately um, because he is just, I mean, he's like number one all-time favorite crush, first of all. Um, yeah. And I'll, and I'll just say it because I just, I just adore this man. Steve Martin is my wow, choice number one. Wow, a great pick. I'll have a double turkey sandwich on white, a side order of fries, one of those large knockwares, three bags of potato chips, a chocolate milk, and two beers. Why don't you have a beer? Three beers. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. <sighs> So good. And he, he's so like, uh, I, I just, I, I was thinking like how to describe him. And the best I can do is the most erudite goofball on the planet, <laughs> you know? And that, and that's the beauty yeah. of Steve Martin is he's just so goofy and strange and, and silly. And then also so sophisticated and intelligent and well-read and like all of those things and on and on. And I was thinking too, like yeah. part of my approach was I liked your approach, Brad, of sort of you know, sectioning off areas of, of, uh, I guess content or expertise I want representation, or something. Yeah. 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 So what I kind of tried to do, um, or wound up doing was picking people who are good at more than one thing. So obviously nice. he's a great comedian actor. Um, you know, back when we go earlier eighties into late seventies, Steve Martin, he was, he knows magic. He knows mm -hmm. how to play the banjo for crying out loud. Yep. He, you know, wrote stage plays and screenplays and, is an artist. I mean, the guy can yeah. just does so many different things and the expresses phases himself. Of his career are so fantastic, oh, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. And if if you guys haven't read his memoir, it's really good. And it's a, it's not very long. It's a super quick read, but it makes you like your love grow for Steve even more. <laughs> so um, so yeah, choice number one is Steve Martin. And if it was just Steve Martin, like that would be a pretty awesome dinner. I would say, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Like it would, would be, like I would could be so interesting to talk to. Exactly. Exactly. So Steve Martin's my first choice. My second choice is, and again, I tried to sort of tackle it from somebody who experiences a lot of different worlds in the 80s, is Cameron Crowe. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah. 
I was so excited when I figured it out, right? Because he's like, he's the music guy. He was a writer for Rolling Stone. He wrote, because I was trying to figure out a writer, you know, somebody who was Mm -hmm. primarily a writer. He wrote um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, of course. And then he, you know, directed. And so there's that, the movie world that we could talk about as well. Um, And he obviously loves music as well. So he would have tons of things to say and a lot of good stories, I'm guessing. Hmm. Yeah, so that's, that's a really choice good number two. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. And then my final pick of my um, three people for dinner is Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> hmm. Okay, <laughs> is my last choice. And I thought, and you know what's funny is um, Oprah shows up on my dinner party list a lot because I think she's amazing. <laughs> but when I, it's funny because when I told my husband my list, and he's like, Oprah. She's like, I think of her more as the 90s or even, you know, the aughts. Yeah. And and to that, I would say her show started in 1986. Of course, The Color Purple was also in the 80s. Yeah. And she transcends time and space. I mean, she just... <laughs> just she, so literally... You know what? Okay. I'm, I'm in. So I'm going to use the word literally trans, transcends time and space because I, I saw uh, A Wrinkle in Time with my daughter this weekend and I had this funny, <laughs> this funny notion that she actually could wrinkle time and could actually transcend time and space. And then mm. everybody else had to like do green screen and stuff. Oprah just did it. <laughs> Maybe he wasn't playing She's a character Oprah. for the first time in her life. That was the actual, yeah. that was her actual self. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. So Oprah, and, and again, for the same reason, right? So she's an actor. She was obviously a, a talk show host. So she would have, you know, mad conversation skills, but also I just find her to be a fascinating woman and i also think she'd have a trillion and one stories to tell about all the people she's met and and um befriended over the years so those are my three those are fantastic picks those are really good really good i will tell you right now my picks are not are not as good as jen's picks but uh maybe as good as brad maybe i don't know we'll see no i i I think you're i think you're gonna do fine steve don't sell yourself short let us (laughs) do that i'm a tremendous (laughs) schleb okay here we go Pick number one, Martha Quinn. And a lot of people are like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, Martha Quinn. Like you've talked to her like three or four times on on podcasts. You know, you guys tweet each other and send each other messages and stuff. Why, why would you waste a pick on Martha Quinn? Wait, wait, wait. Anybody who says that like, well, you've eaten ice cream before. Why would you want to go <laughs> back and more ice cream? Exactly what is wrong with you? That, that is exactly my argument. Having her at the dinner does mean we will have to have a, a vegan or at least vegetarian type of option for her, but I'm willing to make that concession. Can I, can I make a, a, in the interest of full disclosure, I also did check to make sure at least publicly that there were no vegetarians on my list. So I can serve like a nice lamb. Oh my God. Or Brad, you realize that you're not really going to come for dinner, right? <laughs> yes. You know, but that, if, right? But if, it's really but if they were, work. if they were, <laughs> I got the menu. You, Man, you, you were thorough. Was, you went above and beyond. Okay. So Martha went for the obvious. The day she leaves MTV is basically the day that MTV dies. She's a sweetheart. Plus, I want to have someone at the table who at least knows who I am and who at least likes me. So, number two, from the world of sports, which nobody has touched on today, I'm going to draft Magic Johnson. Okay. Yeah, I like that. One, his name also is a great porn star name. Wait, is this a, this is a reason? <laughs> no, just I just like to get that. I was okay. more of an experience. I just like really. that delayed laugh I always get from Brad when I tell a bad joke. His entire playing career in the NBA is the '80s. He started in '79. He mm-hmm. retired in '91. During that time, 
three MVP awards, nine NBA finals appearances, 12 all-star games. So plus, plus as a Laker and an LA celeb, I bet there's probably nobody on our lists that has as many stories he can tell about other people as Magic Johnson does. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good choice. That is a really good choice. He's going to spin some stories, even if they're not about him. And then my third pick, and I don't think anyone's going to see this one coming, famed uh, F- Chicago Sun-Times film critic Roger Ebert. Oh. And, uh, I like that pick a lot. I did too. That I, He would be a really smart guy to have at the table. Right. Now, now, Roger died five years ago, but pretty much every blog item I write about a movie from the 80s, I almost always go back and read Ebert's review on it, almost without fail. And a lot of the points he makes are the same points I would make about some of these movies, you know, be it good or bad. And I'm always kind of surprised when he he and I disagree about it. But I bet he would be mm-hmm. a fantastic storyteller. You could ask him a million questions. All, all three of these guests are like that. So I really – I feel pretty strong about that. I like the fact that I don't think anyone picked Magic Johnson and Roger Ebert among the, the listener picks. I know um, Martha Quinn showed up maybe once or twice. And, uh, oh, maybe Bill Gates did once, maybe. Yeah, I tried not to look at the lists that people were posting because I wanted to try and think my own thoughts right. for once in my life. So <laughs> so speaking of the listener picks, let's start by talking about the ones, the names that people mentioned the most. And I think that no name was named as often as Prince. I'm, I'm betting Jen was really struggling not to invite Prince. And I'm kind of curious. Yeah, I want to well, ask, know, I ask why you, Jen. Did you yeah, why didn't he make I the list? I did not pick Prince because I thought that he might be quiet. That's exactly right. Yeah. I, I, I yeah, that makes and sense. And I also thought that, that I might throw up. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is really not a great dinner party move. So I thought, ugh, yeah, I would just be so. I, I would I would be floating out of my skin. I really wouldn't be wouldn't yeah. be any uh, use to anyone. You maybe want to meet him on his turf, not on your. Turf. Yeah, he can make pancakes or whatever, whatever he does. But yeah, I I thought about it for like a half a second, and I, and for those two reasons, I was like, nope. Yeah. yeah, I just didn't even. I thought the same thing. Too quiet. Um, some other popular names yeah. were Ronald Reagan, name checked quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, Michael Hutchins from In Excess. Okay. Freddie Mercury from Queen. Uh, director John Hughes, John Cusack. I'm surprised, I'm surprised you didn't have John Hughes on your list, Steve. Thought about it. I don't, yeah. He didn't seem like he was all that introspective and would really want to talk all that much. Yeah, I, that's. I had the same thought. John Cusack, obviously. David Bowie, very popular. Michael J. Fox, Princess Diana, and this name, Leah Thompson, over and over and <laughs> over again. Well, she's kind of America's sweetheart of the 80s, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yes, but I just I don't know. I don't know. I just, it just, it, I just caught me off guard. Yeah. Well, so, that's when I would love to have her and her husband come. Who's her husband? Her husband is um, the, who, um, the man oh, who dir- Howard, 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 Howard Deutsch. Howard Deutsch. Yeah. That, that is a good husband yeah. wife. If we ever do a round two of this, we'll have to, we'll have to do pick couples and. I'm already done. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We'll Catch that a week up, when, you're, when you're back in Vegas for a week or something, we'll do that show. Oh, I wasn't, I wasn't so sure about Princess Diana. I was talking about it with my husband, and he was like, "Jen, that's what her job was. Like, yeah. she it she just, went to dinner parties. I think she would be a real professional at it." So it does seem a, a little point. facile for that. I, that's why she, that's why I took her off the list. Is I'm like, you wouldn't get anything really good out of her. She'd just sit there and compliment you on how evenly the apples were cut up in the salad or whatever. <laughs> I don't think. 
She's very polite about that. Yeah. I'm sure she um, would be, but I don't think it would go beyond that. Is what I'm saying. I don't think you would get you you would get the professional dinner party guest, as you say. Right? Yeah, I mean, as maybe if it was like who would enjoy themselves. Yeah, maybe if if it was like Princess Di and her cousin Fergie, you know, yeah. if she had somebody like that. Oh, yeah. if, we, if we ever yeah. do a dinner party where people bring their cousins, I think that would be a real good pick. As long as I don't have to bring mine. So let's talk about a few of our favorite uh, trio picks from listeners. Jeff from Cuba, Jeff Johnston put down, he put down Princess Die, and he did put down Prince and he put down Tom Wolf. I, I love that. Good pick. Very good pick. Yeah. Bill with one L. <laughs> Who I think was Bill with one L was Bill with one L before Jen with one N, but I, I could be wrong. No. There's no a way. whole nation of consonant challenge listeners that we're trying to appeal <laughs> to here. He picked um, CC DeVille, Sam Kennison, and Max Headroom. Which I'm not sure counts as an 80s celebrity, but we're gonna. I'll let that one pass. I would to, count to, it as to, an 80s celebrity, but you and you would save money because not gonna eat dinner. <laughs> yeah. Our friend Sweet Lou Greeley, he had also mentioned uh, Leah Thompson, <laughs> Susanna Hopps, Christy McNichol. To which Jen with one N replied, "You know this is just dinner, right, Lou? Just dinner, only dinner." Wink, wink. <laughs> John Neal picked Danny Elfman, which was on one of my finalists. Stan Ridgway, another finalist for me. And Terry Nunn, three great picks. Very yeah. music-oriented, this guy. They, yeah. I'm, I'm imagining there will be some music playing at his dinner, yeah. for sure. Yeah, but uh, who's? <laughs> Gary Flanagan picked uh, Reagan. Karen Carpenter, which I thought was odd. And Herb Brooks, the... Um, Coach for the U.S. hockey team back in 1980, won the gold. Oh, thank you. I I was I did not know who Herb Brooks was, so that helps. <laughs> I, thought, I, thought I might have to say that. Uh, Brian Abrams, crazy Brian Abrams, uh, love him from uh, the 80s cruise. Picked uh, as 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 I'm not surprised by this one bit. Rodney Dangerfield, Johnny Carson, and Gilda Radner. Oh my wow. gosh, you wouldn't be able to get a word in edgewise at that table. <laughs> my good friend India Vila picked uh, Nile Rogers, Donald Fagan, Ooh, and Daryl Hall. That's nice. I think Nile Rodgers would have been on my short list. Yeah, for sure. That's great. Curtis C-Rad. No, I'm sorry. What I meant was Curtis Belush picked the three amigos. Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Chevy Chase. That would be a pretty good dinner, actually. Yep. Tacos. And finally, my last favorite pick, Andrew Gerber got clever and picked Mr. Rogers, Mr. T, and Mr. Mr. Uh, oh, point cute. of order. Mr. <laughs> Mr. is not a person. Point of of water we weren't inviting couples but we let that one go didn't no we? no yeah, of course you are if you're having a dinner party like i'm inviting you to a dinner party but just you your spouse has to stay home bitch no that's not how it works oh my god i'm really upset i just picture no. brad like pouring through like etiquette books to just confirm to, that that's the case. pour through these things you just know these things come on well you're so grown up <sighs> Make it sound so bad. Can I name one that I really thought was clever? Joyce Edmondson said Divine and all the actors from John Waters' movie, including John Waters, which I thought was pretty cool because I have never heard anyone mention it on the show before. And um, I went through a a brief John Waters period. (laughs) and So I I just appreciated Joyce's uh, pick. That's fantastic. Can I give you my seating chart next? Oh, my God. No, I'm kidding. I don't have a seating chart. Yeah, sure you don't. Uh huh. Um, so can I just say one thing about all of the picks that the readers um, chimed in on? It's just uh, fascinating to me to see wh- what people's interests are. Like some people named only comedians. Some people named only musicians. Some yeah. people named only hot babes. So I don't know. It's just sort of fun to see, you know, 
where people's priorities are, as you, I guess. And no, nobody named Steve or Brad, so that was interesting. But we'll let uh, it go. We're not eighty celebrities. Though. No, no, that's true. Can I eat? I don't know. Give it a try. Hey, it's super easy to pick out three amazing 80s celebrities for a dinner party. But you know what's really hard? Finding the best care for everyone in your family in our busy lives. That's why Stuck in the 80s is so proud to announce that we're partnering with CareCom for 2018. With access to 8.6 million caregivers across 16 countries, Care.com is the world's largest digital marketplace for care. You will have no problem finding local caregivers, including nannies, sitters, housekeepers, senior care, full-time part-time, anytime. Your life will get so much easier with care.com. At care.com, you not only find book, but you pay for your care all in one place right on their website. Need help with a sick kid? No worries. Care.com handles it. Need someone to pick up your parent after an operation? They have you covered. Need someone to take care of Cat Benatar while you go on a cruise with B-Rad and Jen with one N? Yes. Care.com is going to handle that for me in 2019. It takes me no time at all to set up a cat sitter for my evil roommate because all I have to do is register online at care.com. And because you listen to Stuck in the 80s, you get a special discount, of course. Just go to care.com slash 80s. You have to spell it out to get 30% off premium membership to the service. Stop stressing all the pressures in your life. Let Stuck in the 80s and care.com give you an extra set of hands. Just go to care.com slash 80s. Remember to spell it out. You'll be doing your family a big favor. You'll be doing the podcast a big favor. And you know what else is a big favor to podcast fans? Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. Uh, It's time for our infamous Seggy, take this job and shove it. Uh, as readers write in with their own tales of employment lament and uh, empathy for uh, my current joblessness situation. This week, we got a um, letter from Weary Bear uh, in nearby Altamont, Florida. Brad, you want to do the honors? Steve, can I read this for you? Here we go. Weary Bear writes, now that you're back from the cruise and are ready for some new content, I will tell you another story. I was concerned that this tale would no longer be relevant three months later, but apparently Steve is still job searching. I'm so sorry for that, Steve. This story combines the best of two different worlds, employment and love. Do you remember my letter last year concerning the five love mistakes I made in honor of a beautiful young lady named Ingrid? Oh, yeah. In that letter, I alluded... Yeah, me too. In that letter, I alluded to many more mistakes I made in the name of love to this goddess who despised my determination. Well, here it comes. Love mistake number six. Would you go see a band called Love Mistake Number Six? I think I would. (laughs) And my first job loss. It was 1984, and I was itching to get my first off-campus job. Through the grapevine, I had heard that a fellow student recently quit his job at a place called Classic Chevy, a long clothes parts supplier for beautiful American-made cars of the 50s and 60s. I also knew that my heart's desire, Ingrid, already worked there in the shipping department processing orders. I got to get that job. So I marched into the employment office, told them I wanted the student job that was vacated last week, and... Bing! They gave it to me. Hot dog! New access to Ingrid! There was, however, one little hang-up on my new job. I didn't have any clue what I was supposed to do. Apparently, the person in charge of me was long gone on a multi-week excursion around the nation, attending car shows on behalf of the company. 
So I got to spend my mornings at work aimlessly wandering the warehouse aisles, casually pushing a broom and hiding from everyone over 18 years of age. <laughs> after about three <laughs> after about three weeks of playing the duck and cover game, I started to feel guilty earning a paycheck for doing absolutely nothing. So I boldly went to the owner's office and told him my predicament. He agreed that I shouldn't be making money doing nothing, so he boldly canned me. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Thank you for your honesty. Goodbye. <laughs> okay, that was not the kind of help I was looking for. I felt devastated over my very first job loss, but it pained me even more to lose out on this opportunity to hopefully impress Ingrid. But on the positive side, I quickly got an even better job in an industry across the street from Classic Chevy. And guess what that meant? It meant that until I finally bought my first car, I got to continue carpooling with Ingrid. That girl just couldn't shake me. Okay, let's put a pin in that for a second. <laughs> I'll keep reading. It seems that each time a job didn't go my way, something better was always hiding in the near future. It will happen to you as well, Steve. Keep walking forward one step at a time, and it will come. Still stuck in the 80s, Weary Bear, Altamont Springs, Florida. So the thing I don't understand about this letter, if they're not working together, like why does he get to carpool with her? Like what? Is there like some kind of forced carpool thing? They were carpooling, they were carpooling uh, in the previous story. Oh, okay. So, and he's still, they're still in school, so. Okay. Well, okay. More or less, I, no. so. I mean, I'll buy it. I just am trying to understand what it was. Like, you know, what's the deal? I would watch a movie called Carpooling with Ingrid. <laughs> yeah. Well, Weary Bear, I have some news for you. I am no longer unemployed. What? Woohoo! I got a job offer from Walt Disney World today and I accepted. When you wish upon a star, make no difference who you are. Anything your heart desires will come to you. Oh, Steve, that's fantastic. That's I can't awesome. believe you held out on us. I know. That's why you said, let's cut the letter this week. I'm like, we're not cutting a letter. We're <laughs> Talk about burying the lead. That is fantastic news, Steve. I'm, I'm yeah. just, I'm all tingly all yeah. over. I'm covered with goosebumps right now. I start on I'm so happy dinner party. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be a digital producer for Disney Digital starting on May seventh. So, oh, that's awesome. Congratulations. Two more weeks off. That is fantastic. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just walking on air today. Our long national nightmare is over. Yes, I know. Seriously. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. But keep sending letters. <laughs> I've been enjoying yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah, now I, you I can will... tell us the really depressing ones so Steve is not at, at risk of cutting his wrists after we read them. Right, right. So now we can go back to just getting letters about people's uh, failed romances, if you don't mind, because we, we'll always have room for those. Um, mm. But in the meantime, it's time for uh, the return of Jen's favorite uh, trivia game. So today's game is a good one. I've been really excited about this one. It is called Gutenberg. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. It is called Gutenberg. So um, there's going to be three rounds. I'll tell you about each round before we play them. Um, we're going to do the, the ring in that we usually do. So let's practice real quick. Brave. Great. Um, okay. I think we're ready. Shall we play a game? Shall we play a game? Love to. Love to. Round one. 
All About Steve. (laughs) Question number one. Get ready with those buzzers, guys. What is, and this is a multiple choice, so let me read them all first. What is Steve Gutenberg's middle name? Roger, Rory, Robert, Rochester. Brad. Brad. See. Robert is correct. Loser. I learned oh, something from summer school. Summer school. <laughs> C, 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 C. <laughs> so true. All right, question number two. According to Gutenberg himself, when he left college early to pursue acting in L.A., he brought three things with him. Which item does he say he did not have with him? Multiple choice again. Here are your choices. $300 in his pocket, an autographed picture of Marlon Brando, his father's briefcase, or salami from his mother. I'm going to go with Steve on this one and say it's uh, his father's briefcase. Incorrect. Brad, would you like to try for the point? Uh, Yes, I would. So, wait, which was that? Was that C? Did he go with C? You have to actually recall the thing. Oh, I have to recall the thing? Well, then I want want D, the salami. You are both wrong. He did not have an autographed picture of Marlon Brando, which means he did have $300 in his pocket, his father's briefcase, and salami from his mother. Delightful. So interesting. What a man. (laughs) All right. This is number three, true or false. Steve Gutenberg is a Guinness World Record holder for preparing the most hot dogs in one minute. Brad. Uh-huh. False. Mm. Well, Steve. True. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is true. He is the Guinness World Record holder for preparing the most hot dogs in one minute. Number four. Another multiple choice. In which show did the Goot appear as himself in an episode entitled... Steve, 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 Steve. 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 Uh, that would be um, in what TV series? Yes. In the what TV S- the show? Simpsons. The Simpsons. That is incorrect. Brad, you want me to keep reading your choices? Because you do have reading. some. Yes, please keep reading. Community, The Simpsons, Party Down, Law and Order, Criminal Intent. I'm going to go with A. The correct answer is Party Down. C. 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 Uh-huh. Dang it, dang it, dang it, dang it. All right, just a couple more. Number five is another true and false. In the late 90s, Steve Gutenberg became an ordained minister in the Church of Light and Human Clay, along with Creed lead vocalist Scott Stapp. Steve. True. Brad. False. It is so false. <laughs> Isn't that a good one, though? I made That's that up myself. That's pretty good. I like that. It wasn't Universal Life Church, so I, I had my doubts. I don't feel bad at all about missing that one. <laughs> Person who was used right. to be going on the cruise with us. Oh, no. Wait, wait. Hold on. Number six. This is the last one of this round, so get ready with your buzzers. Please spell Steve Gutenberg's last name. Steve. Steve. G-U-T-T-E-N-B-E-R-G. And the point goes to Steve. We are tied at the end of round one, two to two. Yeah, I'm in it. All right. Just want to be competitive. <laughs> All right, here we go. Round number two is your favorite hot potatoes. So I have a list in front of me of all of the movies that Steve Gutenberg was oh, in in the Lord. in the decade of the 80s. Oh, geez, that's a lot. So I know. <laughs> so we are tied. So I'm not sure, Steve. Why don't you go first since you got a job today? Uh, well, let's go with the obvious one. I'll take Police Academy. 
Okay. Um, cocoon. Okay. Bad medicine. Ooh. Um, Police Academy 2. Great. Uh, short Circuit. Yep. Dang it. Um, Seen Cocoon 2? <laughs> yeah, but I think that's a 90s movie. He is. Okay. He is. 1988. He is. Oh, wow. It's 80s. Oh. Uh, so it's my turn? Yes, mm-hmm. it's turn. Um, high Spirits. Oh, good one. Whoa. Yeah, I, I got nothing. Ex- yeah, okay. So it's my turn, right? Uh, so Steve so Steve, if you want one more point, you can go for it. I can name like three more movies. This I should I, I sabotage myself by setting the rules for this. Um, let me <laughs> let me let me let me use an obvious one first, okay? Three Men and a mm-hmm. Baby, which was the most popular uh, pop, most popular movie of 1987, by the way, number one on the in the <laughs> never seen and it. I'll give you the ultimate stinker that he was in. Uh, 1980s Can't Stop the Music, which my mom used to have on DVD. Excellent, well done. Very yes. nice. I will give you one point, um, and let me just read some of the others. Miracle on Ice, which was a TV movie. Uh, yeah. Diner. Ah, uh, should have done Diner. Oh, jeez, of course, Diner. Yeah, 1982. A movie I've never heard of called The Man Who Wasn't There. Is that is anyone familiar with yeah. that one in no. 1983? The Day After, which is, of course, a TV movie. Oh, gosh. You in that? Ooh. Police Academies 3 and 4. Oh, duh. Um, the Bedroom Window. Which was, I think, a thriller of some kind in 1987. Well, I bet it was. Okay. <laughs> and then um, Amazon Women on the oh. Moon. He was in one of those seconds. Yeah, I know. Nobody remembers that movie. Surrender, and I have no idea what that movie is, and I think you got the rest. So nice okay. job, guys. Good. I feel good about that. Stop hope. Steve Spears, who knows his 80s I, I movie. Just, I, would, yeah, I had just did. written something about him not too long ago, and I had just looked at the um, top movies of 87 today because I was writing something about the top movies of 88. So I just kind of got lucky on that one. And, and yet you didn't know he had his mother's salami. Okay, that's Don't okay. want to get into that one. <laughs> Round number three. Other awesome Steves. Oh. So I'm going to describe a Steve, and you ring in, and you tell me which Steve I'm talking about. This American guitarist, singer, and songwriter was part of a band that was inducted into the... Steve. Steve. Steve Winwood. Was part of a band that was inducted... Oh, no. To the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2016. Also, he loves to rhyme. Shit. Oh, uh. Shit. I know it. I should get another chance. You, you may nope. have another chance. You have my chance. I, I, I'm ringing in for Steve. Steve Perry. No, nope. a guitarist. What? He's not a guitarist. He could be, as far as we know. All right, I think you both lose that point, but let me give you a little hint just for funsies. Um, he's a picker. He's a grinner. Oh. He's a lover. And he's a sinner. Steve Miller. Steve mm-hmm. Miller. Shoot. Mm-hmm. We're idiots. Steve Perry would have been a good pick for the dinner party, by the way. So He's so sharp, never even though. thought about it. Yeah, I don't think he a table. I need a booster chair. Let's not be mean. All right. You guys still yeah. ready to play? Here we, yeah, here we go. I'm demoralized, but go ahead. Yes. <laughs> okay. Let, let, me, let me make it a little bit easier for you. This Renaissance Steve is, among other things, a playwright, painter, and American treasure. He has also shared a stage. Steve. Yes, Steve. It's Steve Martin. It is Steve Martin. He has also yeah. shared a stage many times with New Bohemian Edie Brickell. Yeah. All right, here we go. Have either of you seen him in that incarnation of his career? No, no. I think that would be a really fun show. Here's quite good. This lead singer of a Boston-based rock band has lived a lot of life. 
drugs in the early years, then recovery, then as a music competition judge. Oh. Shall I read it again? No, I know it. I just can't. Yeah, nothing. I'm just drawing uh, a complete blank. It's at least... It, I, I don't know why I can't do this. Everyone at home is screaming. It's... Yeah. Um, it's it's the singer from Aerosmith. Oh, um, Steve Tyler. Yep. Brad, despite the fact that you did not ring in, I'm going to give, give you it a point. Steve led yeah. me to it. You should give it to Steve. Disqualify that question. Yeah. Okay. We're yeah, both lame like for not getting it. Nobody wandering in the darkness here. This prolific writer still lives in Maine and has very soft hands. Steve. Yes, Steve. Um, yeah. Stephen King. Yes. And we'll pit, put a pin in that that uh, soft hands description for another day. Yeah, please do. <laughs> this talented singer-songwriter has had a long career, first as the member of a popular brand- band, then as a witchy, mystical solo artist. Brad. Brad. Stevie Nicks. It is Stevie Nicks. Rolling oh, Stone uh-huh. once named her one of the 100 greatest singers of all time. Stevie Nicks. Point wow. Brad. listeners will know yeah, how much I do not Brad. love Stevie Nicks. <laughs> oh, she's fine. Are you she's ready? She's not coming to the dinner party. She can't even come this, do the dishes after. Yeah, clearly. Clearly. All right. This Steve is an American entrepreneur, business magnet. Brad. Magnate. Yes, Brad. Jobs. Steve Jobs. Oh. Inventor, industrial designer. His legacy lives on in music, microcomputing, and a million other things. Steve Jobs. I have to share this one little fact with you I thought was interesting. I didn't know it. Maybe others did, but I don't. Abdul Latif Jandal was born to Abdul Fattah Jandal and Joanne Scheibel and was adopted by Paul Jobs and Clara Hagopian, who named him Stephen Paul Jobs. So he was adopted. I had no idea. I didn't know that. that. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. Another musician, this Steve, was one of the most influential guitarists in the revival of blues in the 1980s. Brad, Steve. I've heard Brad on that one. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yeah. Sadly, he died in a helicopter crash on August 27, 1990, at the age of 35. All right, two more. This Steve is a three-time Grammy Award winner and was voted the 10th greatest guitarist by Guitar World magazine. He has recorded and toured with, among others, David Lee Roth, White Snake, and Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, Steve? Jeez. Steve? Is it Steve Stevens? It is not Steve Stevens. Come on! Come on! I'm drawing a complete blank. This is not our thing. Yeah, I, mean, I know. Boggy was here; he'd know it. He's yeah. yelling at the. He's yelling on his uh, his uh, stationary bike right now. Um, Steve Vai oh. is the answer to that. Uh, All right, you ready for this? Yeah, probably. Not. I don't know how to tell you this, guys, but it's five to five. Oh, there oh, we shoot. go. Just showtime. I do have a tiebreaker, but before the tiebreaker, we may not need to use it at this point. But this is the final one. Ready? This journalist. Trivia MC and founder of the longest Steve. running podcast. At- yes, Steve. It's me. It's you. <laughs> and you have won the game. <laughs> I with my own name. I think Brad. The longest running pod. <laughs> no. The founder of the longest running podcast in all things 80s was born in Florida and once owned a pillow with the members of Kiss on it. That's true. Stephen Q. Spears. Man, yeah. Can I tell you something? <laughs> when I first started working on this game was a while, or when I first got the idea for the game and like jotted down some notes about it was when Steve. I guess it was three months ago because it was when Steve first lost his job, and I ma- and I was going to make it to cheer him up, and then I got really busy, <laughs> so I wasn't able to finish it. So it's kind of nice that we should be playing this on this show. It is nice. 
Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks to everyone who wrote in, by the way. I mean, I, I probably got four or five emails a day, even, even today before I got the good news saying, you know, you know, hope it's going well and, and hope you're, you know, keeping your chin up. And I mean, it really meant the world to me. So, I mean, I really, really appreciate it. I will try to be worthy of your support. Yeah. Well, so you've also won this trivia game. So things are looking up. Yeah. Not a bad day. Wonder how I'll finish it. <laughs> I don't. Well, <laughs> turkey. Well, turkey. Some midnight, some midnight texts, you guys. What the hell is he saying? You are right now warning me to turn my phone off. Yes. You know that, right? <laughs> Pretty much all my friends know that. So, uh, Fantastic. Hey, everyone, um, keep the suggestions coming. If you have other dinner guests you want to talk about, you got a good email about a dinner party you were at that has some 80s angle. We'd love to hear it. Uh, Tune in, in to meantime, my new podcast, Brad's Dinner Parties, where we talk about surprised. we talk about place settings, menu planning, seating charts, time of day, etc. <laughs> and in the meantime, remember, Jen is coming with us on the cruise. If there's one takeaway from this show, that is it. It's going to be yeah, such a great I, uh, time. Uh, you've got to come join us. Uh, do your bookings at uh, www.the80scruise.com. Until next time. Myself, Jen with one N, and Brad, we remain here, hopelessly stuck in the 80s. Stuck in the 80s is a member of the CLNS Media Network. Special thanks to Check Battery Daily for our theme music. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or the CLNS Media mobile app. I guess that means I have to rewrite the trivia questions to make them less sell. I guess, I guess I I need to rewrite the skit to make it more palatable for Steve to say. I guess that means I have to rewrite the trivia questions to make them less. What the hell is wrong with me? How did you even say that word? What's what's lulz? How do you even get to lulz? Make sure you save this entire clip for the outtakes, not just the lulz.